What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Dope Academy podcast. Um, I am Mona Brown, of course, you know. Um, Eric, am I looking at the right camera? It looks high this week. It is a little higher. Okay. Give me a better angle. Get the green screen, better results. Does it hide my double chin? I think you look That's good. That's what I need. Thank you very much. <laughs> my engineer gives me compliments. It's very nice. So um, this episode is called Shed So Many Tears, and it is um, inspired by the Tupac song, which I'll explain why in a minute. Um, but it's a topic that definitely needs to be discussed in general, but specifically in the black community, and that is mental health awareness and suicide prevention. So I have, let me go back up here. I'm, I'm going to be reading a little bit more tonight than I normally do. I usually freestyle a lot of stuff, but there's a lot to cover, and I want to make sure that I don't um, leave anything out. Okay. So today I am joined by two special co-hosts and they are both musical artists. So you need to definitely go check out their um, music and their Instagram pages, all that good stuff, which they'll give at the end of the episode. But this is Shy. Hello. Thank nice you for being you. here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And this is Apollo Music. What up, Doe? What's going on? Who's been shoo doo 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 the whole time we've been in pre-pro. <laughs> hey. So, um... Today's episode is dedicated to my brother, Aaron, who you saw um, on the screen when we first opened up, and I'll kind of explain that a little later as well. Um, so, we're going to start with this Tupac lyric. So, in the beginning of So Many Tears, he says, Back in elementary, I thrived on misery. Left me alone, I grew up in, amongst a dying breed. Inside my mind, I couldn't find a place to rest until I got that thug life tatted on my chest. Can you feel me? So a lot of people hear that song and they think he's just talking about, you know, a personal experience, which he is, but he's also speaking of the black experience. So um, if you understand what the term thug life means that he made, it's the hate you gave little infants fucks everybody. So he's basically saying that what you give to the um, underdog, the poor, um, the people of color can come back to bite you or bite them. It messes everybody up. Um, that really, to me, um, signifies the, the black experience of us in the diaspora and how we deal with certain things in our community, which we'll go you know, into more and more and more. So... This is something that affects people of all races and gender identification, but today we will be focusing on how it specifically affects the POC community, people of color. However, resources and numbers provided are most certainly applicable to everybody because we have the number of the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at the bottom of the screen and also Mental Health America Hotline where you can actually text them. You don't even have to call um, and then get back to you. And if anybody out there who is struggling, if you... Um, are in a desperate situation and you can't find these numbers or whatever, you can always call 911. That's something that most people don't think about, but you can, and they can get you to who you need to speak to. Um, so if you are listening or watching today and are not a member of the black community, I encourage you to stick around because I believe the information can be applied to all. We all face struggles and it can be cathartic knowing others share your similar experiences. So shout out to everybody who's watching, no matter race, gender, whatever. Okay. 
so this is a very important topic to me because I've personally had my share of personal experiences with depression over the years. I have several family members and friends with diagnosed mental disorders, as well as an older brother who's the picture you saw um, during the opening who passed due to suicide when I was in high school. I understand the rippling effects that these things can have on a family specifically, the children of those who suffer. And although I won't be delving too deep into my brother Aaron's death out of respect for other family members, um, and because we recently, unfortunately, lost another brother, I've chosen to dedicate this episode to him. And his mother is watching. Hello, Mary. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I, this is a very emotional episode topic for me. Anybody who knows me is once I start crying, it's a wrap. Like I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm going to keep going. So I'm, I sound like I'm stumbling because I'm trying to keep it together for everybody and get through this. So I really appreciate it. What's up? Hey, Johnny. Um, Jennifer. Hey, Jen. Hey, Cora. Uh, my brother's brother is also watching. Thank you guys for tuning in very much. So, Hello, um, everyone. <laughs> Hello, everybody out there. Um, so to everyone watching, my main goal is to let you know it's okay not to be okay. It's okay. But there is a way to overcome and make make living better. That way, that way varies from person to person. But what I will say is I personally believe not all, but most of the struggles with depression are rooted in unresolved childhood issues and trauma. To quote the great Jay-Z, time don't go back, it goes forward, can't run from the pain, run towards it. It's okay to heal. And what I mean by that is like um, a lot of times we just push things to the side, you know what I'm saying, and, and just we try to be strong and we keep going forward, keep going forward. But what I guarantee you is it comes back. And when it comes back, it's going to come back hard and it's going to show up in your life. So there's a saying, heal so you don't bleed on everybody you meet, which, which means that's going to come out some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Like depression is anger turned inward. That's really what depression is. Most people don't realize that. But when you when you keep pushing things down, sometimes it can lead to depression. Now, of course, we have people who have chemical imbalances, things like that. But we're going to delve into that because sometimes people believe that um, if you have a chemical imbalance, you're just born like that. But a lot of times there are generational traumas. Um, post-traumatic slave syndrome, all types of things that have altered those chemicals. Absolutely. It's not just a natural occurrence. Absolutely. So understanding that and getting into it definitely helps you to overcome that. So to start this discussion, I'd like to give you guys some facts, and they're kind of hard. And then after that, I won't be reading from my laptop as much because y'all know y'all ain't used to that. According to the Health and Human Services Office of Minority Health, Black Americans are 20% more likely to experience some mental health problems than the general population. So most people will be like, well, why? Well, <laughs> black people face increased rates of risk factors, including experiences of racism, higher rates of unemployment, and financial and food security, insecurity, disparities in other aspects of health and limited access to care, all of which result in an increased burden of mental illness in black communities. When America catches a cold, black America gets a pneumonia. And that's with any situation. Even if you look at COVID, the reason why our numbers are so much higher, it's not because we just catch it easier. It's because when there's already things in place that 
our struggles, it makes it harder when things come your way. And the same thing applies to mental health and mental, you know things that affect us mentally. <clears throat> black people, no, despite this heavy burden, black people, individuals, and other racial and ethnic minority groups have historically had relatively low rates of suicide. But this has been changing recently, especially for black youth. As of 2018, suicide became the second leading cause of death in black children aged 10 to 14. I'm going to say that again. Okay. <laughs> As of 2018, suicide became the second leading cause of death in black children ages 10 to 14. And the third leading, leading cause of death in black adolescents ages 15 to 19. Um, I'm sure that you guys have seen that because it's, I mean, in general, the younger people, you know, are unfortunately um, having struggles with suicide and taking their lives with suicide. We see that through social media and things like that. Um, it's very sad. That's why I wanted to have an episode that we can actually discuss it to give people some options and share insight on that. The black community has made enormous contributions to the ongoing fight for social, racial, and economic justice. Despite these efforts, true social justice among the black community will remain incomplete until mental health disparities among this group are addressed. We are also the, high, the, the highest misdiagnosed with the most severe mental disorders unproportionately to our white counterparts. What that means is um, we often go misdiagnosed, underdiagnosed with bipolar, but um, with schizophrenia, um, with things involving other types of psychosis, we are uh, we tend to be over misdiagnosed when it can be something else. There are there are other health problems that can cause you to hallucinate, that can cause you to have mental um, things that people don't know that they automatically think, oh, this is this, but there's other health problems. So when we don't get proper health care, and we start having these other symptoms, we go to a doctor, a doctor who's not even equipped to understand the other things that are affecting our culture can automatically diagnose us with that. That happens a lot. It's a very complex situation. So what we're going to do is talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about it. So um, I'm going to open the floor to my co-host and they're going to share a little bit about themselves. And then we're going to go through some questions a little later in the show. We're going to have a hotline for you to call in. Anybody who wants to call in, ask us questions, talk about things. Um, that's cool too. That'll probably start around eight thirty. So first, we're gonna have Shy tell a little bit about yourself and why you think it's relevant for you to be on this episode. Uh, hello, everyone. I, I'm Shy, the artist. Um, a little bit about me. I am 26 years young. Um, the life that I've lived, I think, is relevant for me to be on this show. Is that I have friends and close ones, and even family members who experience depression and close to suicide. Um, Yes, blessed to be able to be that pedestal for them to stand on, to not take it that far. However, witnessing people caging their problems, they don't talk about it. I even find myself not talking about it. Um, caging their problems. Yeah, that's, that's a really that, good term. It, it's, really, it, it's, it's really bad. Mm -hmm. um, like I share with Apollo all the time, you know, um, whenever you feel yourself doubted or you're doubting yourself about something, just the simple things in life like, you know, COVID mm -hmm. is stopping, makes everybody's mental think, oh, we have to stop working. Yeah. Uh, we can't go outside. We can't do this or stay away from me. When it's in human nature to be naked, in, yeah. my, in Apollo's words, be naked mm -hmm. to others. You know what I mean? Be very transparent. 
be you. Be feel free to talk and speak. And that's what a lot of us African Americans, black people go through. We have a problem we with vulnerability. Have. Yes, because yes. everybody's so worried about a status. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. worried about what they look like and their reputation or somebody going to judge them or something. So mm-hmm. watching my friends and family go through those things, it made me not want to you know, care about what people think about me. Because I want them to know, well, if you think about what that person think about, here's what I'm going to say to not let you feel what they're saying. I'm going to make you feel great. I'm going to make you feel loved. I'm going to make you feel like I'm your diary. Yeah. Even though that could be a lot on me. Because I could find myself in that situation where I'm caging their problems and mine. And you're taking them on, yeah. But if we all find somebody like Apollo that I have, I can take in others while he's helping me take in mine. And we're all just like, it's it's a, it's a domino effect. Mm-hmm. Like we should all be able to help each other. And that's what we lack in our community. I agree with that, for sure. Mm-hmm. What about you, Apollo? Um. Yeah, by the way, I am Apollo. I go by <laughs> Apollo Music. Um. You guys can, you know. What makes me, I feel like I need to be here because I am currently going through my um, my healing process right now. So I, I myself deal with the depression, the, you know, the, the the therapies. I'm going through those now, realizing like the childhood traumas and mm-hmm. those generational curses, you feel me? So, and a lot of that plays a factor, generational curse. Like if you're not really taught how to, you know, handle those things or how to communicate, especially being a black man. You know what I'm saying here? Like, it's always, oh, stop being a little sissy. Stop being a little bit tough yeah. enough. You acting like a little, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So Talk about it. You sit yeah. there and you just like, damn, like, I can't cry or I can't deal with this because that makes me weak. But no, what makes you weak is hiding it. Yes. That's what makes you weak. Like, you you will find true growth and true strength, bro, and dealing with the pain, like you said. And it'll make you want to seek out helping others who, yes. Facts. who, who do go through So that. I'm here to talk about it. That's why I feel like I need to be here. Yeah. Thank you very much for being transparent and sharing oh, that. No problem. You know, that's something that you have struggled with. And thank you both for your insights because you mm. just definitely touched on some things that we're going to you know, de- dig deeper into. Um, me personally, I've struggled with depression off and on all my life. Um, I didn't think I was going to share that, but now that he's brave, I'm going to be brave. You see how it happens? Yeah, it. You yeah, see how that it. works? I'm here for you. You know what I'm saying? Look, you can be naked in front of me. I won't judge you. you well, Let's go. Um, so I have, ever since I was a child, actually, um, I've done all types of different ways of trying to help it. I've babied it. You know, there was years where I just babied it, and I'd be like, well, I can't do this because I'm this, or, oh, I'm just so depressed, and... I see people doing that, so I know that there's different stages. Um, I don't do that anymore, but I do understand when people are in that stage and all they post is like depressing things, even if it's like a funny depressing thing, but it's like, I, I know what they're doing. They're yeah. babying it. And I just want them to know, which I'll go into is, it's okay to feel that way, but when you baby it, it never gets better. Like there's certain steps you have to take. What, what you put out there is going to come it's back. It's going to come back to you. Your words, yeah. which is very law powerful. Of attraction. What you think is very powerful. Exactly. Everything, even if you don't say it out your mouth and you think it, you're still putting that image out there. Matter of fact, anybody right now who's watching who feels like they, they're in that, that state where they are just in the state where they just baby it. They feel like this is what mm-hmm. I am. I, I'm, I'm sad and I can't get out of it and I don't really want to be here or whatever. Every morning, trust me, for a week... Listen to I'm Dope by Toby Nguye. I can't, I never can figure out how to say his last name. Listen to that song. The, the, the beat of it, the music, like brush your teeth, get ready to it. It is so dope. And I am dope. That's why it's called a dope dichotomy. But I didn't always feel that way 
But as soon as I started feeling that way, I became dope, if that makes sense. So you have to give yourself positive affirmations in any you way that you can. Feed yourself with mm-hmm. that positive energy. Yeah. You got to. So I've done, um, you know, trying to self-medicate depression. I've done acting out. Uh, doing the most, whatever. And then I also did a lot of therapy in my 20s to try to fight against it. And it definitely helped me a lot, the therapy did. But every once in a while, you know what I'm saying, it'll show back up, it'll come back up, and I wouldn't know how to handle it. Um, I personally did some things, which we'll talk about a little later, that have helped me. But everybody has a different journey to healing. And to be honest, if you do suffer from childhood traumas or any type of trauma in your life, that healing is going to be a forever journey. That's just kind of how it is. So I want to start with some questions. Um, what do you think is the biggest driving factor of black of why black people seem to be struggling with depression more and more right now? Oh, I think it starts with the parents. You think it's with your parents, some people, some some children, I, I would say I don't mind saying to everybody, my self-abandonment. Mm-hmm. I have my mom, I have my stepfather, but when you lose something so close, like for me, it's my real father. All I wanted was him to be an example. I had to take an example from somebody else's father, mm-hmm. another man that has no no kind of attachment to me biologically. So it makes me feel like I was missing a piece. I could learn this from you, but I want to learn who I am. Mm-hmm. You are not who I am, but you are who I seek to be because this is all I had. So it all it starts there. So people who who deal with abandonment and can't I can communicate, definitely agree with that. yeah, can you can't can't communicate with your parents? It starts at home because before you experience depression or any kind of sadness with any other individual outside of your home. You're not going to know how to deal with it if you can't handle or know how to confront things at home. I totally agree. So, or if you don't, if you just never, if you grow up without an outlet. That. So that if part. you, if you don't, yeah. if you feel like an orphan when you're young and you don't have anybody who's a parental figure yeah. to speak to. And even if you do, sometimes that, that just can't be filled because you see all your friends with mm-hmm. these, you know, your the mom and the dad and everything. I know that my stuff is rooted in. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I've gotten to the place in my life, I don't like to, like, blame things on my parents or whatever, but um, a lot of stuff that I that I struggled with came from childhood issues. Yeah. And then when you discover it, it's easier to heal it. Yeah, it's not to point, point fingers. It's more right. so of just, like, this is a missing factor that yeah. plays a part before I step outside in that cold world. Exactly. So why do you think that's affecting... Well, actually, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go into that. Why do you think that's affecting black youth more though do you think because parents you feel like are they don't need more nobody. busy no or no nope, i disagree it ain't it ain't the kids it's, it's also them. like you said the parents because yeah. like right, these damn phones we spend so much time doing other things than spending time with each other mm-hmm. or be or not spending time you know being with it with our families like being there with our kids talking to our kids having a conversation like having with a conversation. our kids yeah. like and in, in, in my household, for real, for real, to be honest with you, we don't really talk like that. We don't communicate like that. Mm-hmm. We're spending so mm-hmm. much time either working or doing whatever on the phones or yep. whatever, but we don't sit here and look each other in the face and have a conversation. We don't look at each other and say, I love you anymore. Exactly. We don't hug each other. We don't embrace each other with love. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's, it's affecting kids in this day and age now because they don't know what that is. I definitely agree with that. Um, I am somebody who did not grow up hearing I love you at all. Like it was hugs were even foreign to me until I got about 18. Exactly. Even and I used to, like, <laughs> yeah. People who know me, they would laugh because I, I would go like, 
I didn't, do you, okay, can you relate? I didn't know how long to hold <laughs> on to the hug. Yeah, man. And I know that sounds sad, but it's okay because it made me a strong person, right? But I just did not get that. And then I learned, well, my mom, my dad wasn't there, but my mom didn't get that either. You know what I'm saying? So it can be something generational, and it does make you feel a void. And I think as someone who is a parent, you have to almost... I wouldn't say schedule it. You have to make a conscious effort to remember. Consistency to, is key. Yes. To like, that's what matters. Being that. a teacher, I'm a teacher. And with, being with other people's kids, it's consistency. They're going to look for me and that same energy I brought to them Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, so I can give them something to think about Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday, and look forward to on Monday again. And that way, that way they know they have security. They have a foundation. They have somebody who is never going to stop being who they are to them. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what starts with the parents and, and whoever you confide into. It's consistency. You don't have that, they're going to be like, forget it. I ain't going to believe in nothing else. And Do you think that, I mean. well, consistency and authenticity. Authentic, yeah. got to be very authentic. Yeah. Be very the kids can real. spot it in a minute. They see your true mm-hmm. colors yeah, yeah. before mm-hmm. you do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, I think that's a great factor that parents need to just make a conscious effort to tap in more, be you know, in your children's life. And also stop trying to be best friends with your kids when they're young and actually be a parent so that you can be a good friend with them when they get older. Well, may I add, because Mm -hmm. like, so how we talk about generational curse, right? So, I mean, it's kind of, it's easy for us to say that and to point blame and be like, oh, we just need the parents to step up, but how how we know their parents didn't teach them that? It, no, or it's how usually their that's where it comes from. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah. it's, nobody's really taking forth the effort to learn how to parent, to unlearn all those bad mm-hmm. habits, you know what I'm saying, and learn how to do it the right way. But nobody wants to do it because nobody wants to be the eyeball. Nobody <laughs> wants to be the strange person. Yeah. And like you talked about Cajun and depression, and that's mm-hmm. where the Cajun come from is because why am I going to express my feelings to you, you know what I'm saying, and be so transparent and be open so you can look at me crazy, so you can judge me? So at what point do we break the cycle? So, I mean, we can look at everything and be like, well, it's the parents, parents, parents. But really, it's a, it's just overall where we are right now, the, the whole world. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the whole, our community. We don't have a community, a strong community. That's where we really, really would be lacking That's right now. We don't I have think a we're community. lacking community for sure. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like if we had that. It would be so much better because I mean to be real with you, like you got the Chaldeans or the Arabics, they they got their people, they go shop with them people, mm-hmm. they support them people, the Latinos do the same. Mm-hmm. But we the only ones that beat each other down every day. Mm-hmm. We talk about bad about each other and sneak this and then talk behind your backs and wishing bad on people. Mm-hmm. Don't wanna see nobody win. So it's it's a little bit deeper than just talking about just the parents. He tells me all the time, leave with Facts. love. You gotta leave Definitely. with love. They all do, they all the other nationalities, they leave with love. But we also mm-hmm. have to understand that why it is that way we're not inherently that way Facts. we're actually very lo- a very loving culture mm-hmm. we were programmed to be that way so one good thing is people are awakening but what i know is when you awaken you also open yourself up to heal but also to hurt mm-hmm. so i think we're in this weird state where we're uh, we're growing but we're hurting because we're starting to understand things more and see things more. Yeah. I, and definitely don't want to just blame it on parents because there's so many right. other reasons. So there are, reasons. there yeah. are, you know, people who um, unfortunately suffer from sexual abuse and that mm-hmm. might not come from their parents or um, they were bullied all their life and nobody taught them how to stand up for themselves. So they don't understand it and they just feel beat down by the time they become older. Yeah, people experience the outside world before they've experienced how to deal with anything at home. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Thing, right? Which is wow, that's 
Yeah. You can tell she a rapper. Like, <laughs> yeah. dropping bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she don't drop like three of them already today. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, how would you say depression is treated in the black community? Let's get into it. Like a disease. Yes. Yeah, they, they, everybody stay away from you. You got it. They were staying away from you. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> they treat yep. it like the vid. They treat like, depression you more like the monkey. <laughs> hey, look, you better not have a depression. They just might wear a mask. You hear me? Yeah. So, Before they, they even know what energy like is, they say, hey, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> right. And yep. they treat it as if you're crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, I mean, I don't, I don't know how that make you crazy. You know, like. It's crazy to, to to hold it in and become a ticking time well, bomb. Whatever, whatever, what I have experienced with some uh, young men. I'm mm -hmm. I'm gonna say that young men right now in my brother's age, twenty, twenty one, twenty two. They have this mindset, street code. Mm -hmm. I gotta live by a code. I gotta be a certain way. I don't. It, it it's not that they don't care or they do care is it's literally like their mind is blank when it comes to a judgment outside of you it's street. a shell it's a it's a it's very sad it's like you know how you have that seashell you want to crack open mm -hmm. but it only has that little slit and you can't get your finger in it to peel it that's how they are and like you can't get into this and it's up to me if i decide to spread it like they, they so they, i mean y'all want to get deep let's, <laughs> hey. let's get it let's get so deeper. that is a shell for yeah. sure but when you see people like that you have to look at there has been a purposeful effort to dumb down logical mm -hmm. thinking, yes. to dumb to dumb down individualism, yes. all those things. Even even not just by TV and music and different um, things that are you know just pushed our way and that affect us more because of the state that a lot of us are in. But I'm talking fluoride in your water. Mm -hmm. I'm talking like a whole. I can go on a whole conspiracy theory thing but there are there are efforts in that and i mean me and you were already talking about like you know chakras and energy yeah. and mm -hmm. there are ways to decalcify your piano gland so you should look that up but that's mm. what that is there's a certain gland that's calcified and ours isn't supposed to be that way mm. it's not ours is not supposed new. to be that way but I, I would i would go into a whole rabbit hole so yeah. I can never pronounce the word correctly, but it's pineal gland, mm -hmm. P-I-N-E-A-L. Um, but ours is not supposed to be calcified. So a lot of the behaviors you see is because it is. Hmm. So it's like something they can't help. I mean, it can be helped like little by little, but that's why you see that blankness. Mm -hmm. So you you start I off with all the, the time. I'm like, yo, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? They don't know why. Bro, what, what do you what do you want me to do? <laughs> what do you want me to do? This is my lifestyle. This is what's gonna happen. This is what people think. This is what they do. And also, like, when you know better, you do better. So sometimes people just don't know any better, so they follow the examples that they do see. So if you're a dude that age, growing up in a community that has a strong community, people are loving whatever. He might do that to play around, but he ain't gonna really be about that. But if you grow up and you don't see nothing else but other people who act like that, it's very likely that you will be that way. Yeah. You know? That's it. So in the black community, I do believe that it is treated like a disease. I think that was yeah. a great point made. Um, it's treated like a disease. It's treated like you're weak. Um, even though everybody knows that everyone, that everybody. For, for the most part, everybody struggles with something. Everybody named mama. Everybody does. But for some reason, we just have a tendency <laughs> to act like 
you know, it doesn't exist. It like, was hard to cry at one point without being told, suck it up, yo. Suck it up, man. Like, up. Come on, man. But that's how life is. No, mm-hmm. it's not. I'm always like, no, it's mm-hmm. not. This is not the way it's supposed to be. Not, this should bro. be a way that we should be able to. <laughs> talk, bro. Just but if talk. I, I feel like if I could fight like that, if I could be like that, then that means there is a way. Because mm-hmm. if it was such that way that you're saying, oh, just suck it up, I wouldn't have these emotions. I wouldn't think this Exactly. Way. Like, there's always, they, they say, if it's, if it's good, it's always a bad it's bad it's always good so if there's always no hope there is some hope so i'm like you judge me all you want i i'd be corny to you all you want because i want to love and accept anyway and, and cry about it and i want to cry about it when i'm hurting or i make a choice or something don't go right that i was supposed to i'm not about to just say oh that's just what it is no. And another thing is depression specifically can show up in many different ways so when you describe they might not think they are. That mm-hmm. is depression. Depression mm-hmm. is anger turned inward. They that's what that is. It's just that they're the way that it manifests for them yeah, manifests is oh I don't I don't give a fuck about nothing, da, da, yeah. whatever, whatever. But it, whereas though somebody else might be curled up in the bed and can't get up for seven days. But it's all coming out. And we have to heal it because there's a term um heal so you don't bleed on everyone you come in contact with and it's true like if you don't deal with your mental health and and really really deal with it and work on healing yourself you will have really big problems in your interpersonal relationships mm, yes you you will and you yes. won't even you understand what happened like i don't know why everybody right. just always thinks i'm mad right they look at what's wrong with you. Yeah. Why you look like that? A why your face? Of, a lot of that, why that's like that too, because a lot of people spend every day of their life dodging mirrors. So what mm-hmm. I mean by that is they, mm. they're scared of what they might see. They got these bars hey, over here. Look, look, I came ready, you feel me? But no, for real though, like they, they spend a lot of their time dodging mirrors, so they're scared on what they're going to find on the inside or, or the person that they're truly going to see on the inside. Mm. So they, they do that. So yeah, they're going to tell you, hey man, what's wrong with you? We don't do that. It's like mm-hmm. that. That's just, just his life. That is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I mess you know up, what I'm saying? You mess up your own your own blessings too by depression. If yeah. you don't find a way, because I, for me, for example, I, I paint. I'm an artist. You've seen myself on Instagram, shout out the artist. But you see what I paint? It's not because oh, you can paint. You got talent. Motherfuckers ain't know I was painting because I was mad. Mm-hmm. I pick up that brush because I like this bitch done pissed me off. Well, she hurt my heart. <laughs> or she cheated on me. Mm-hmm. Or this person didn't want to help me when I needed them, but I helped them just the other day with no question asked. You know what? I'm painting it. I can't get it out. Everybody judge me every time I say something. Boom. And then I end up messing up my own blessing because that's a gift that I have. And I was using the gift as a as a tool to f- hide from something versus using it as a blessing to get me to the next level. So when I got out of that depression, air quotes, and then I'm in a good mood and I want to paint, it's not there. I blocked myself from it because I set myself and manifested that I'm only going to paint because it pissed me off. So <laughs> painting is good though because it's cathartic. It's, like, it's great. But... It's great outlet, but you block your blessings when you manifest something that's supposed to be used as a gift, mm-hmm. as a tool to fight and hide something. Mm-hmm. I should use that painting in my oh, painting because because you, because you would only yeah. do that. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Versus yeah. where that could have got me to the next level to meet the next person that might match my energy. Mm-hmm. I could have missed out a lot. Yeah. But it's never too late. But you know, Cajun that in, you can you can uh, block your own blessings, being depressed. I see what you're saying. I do yeah. believe in, um, I mean, we're all creatives. Yeah. Um, I do believe in doing something creative to um, get your emotions out or whatever, but I definitely agree. Don't just do it for that right. because, yeah. yeah. Then, like, I write poetry, and if I only wrote 
poems about the problems in my life, first of all, it would be so depressing. It's very. Yeah, very it's selfish because you yeah, have you got that gift as, as a voice, the voice mm-hmm. for the people, not for you. Mm-hmm. Not it's not for you. It's, it's not for, for the exactly. people out there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, it's selfish. Yeah, so I get it. I get we it. We all are accountable and responsible for each other and ourselves. That's it. And what you put out, which your your contribution to this world is that show that's your payment towards your rent. Your, your I ain't space gotta like Earth. you, but I'm gonna love you that's and still be is. there for you because mm-hmm. that's my responsibility. That's my job. I don't know you from a lick or nothing, but here you go. That's it. There you go. They, they <laughs> just came. Go. They just came from Queen Ahuja and uh, well, Erica Badu's house. Well, listen, yeah. what people, yeah. what people gonna learn is that me and Apollo are the perfect example of this podcast. Oh. So continue to follow us, listen to the music, and see the journey. I promise you, this is a, we're a perfect example. The Dolce Academy. There you go. I, I love that. That part. So um, we're gonna put a number on the screen. You guys can call in and talk to us if you want to. Um, if you feel like sharing something, if you feel like answering a question. So um, my first question would be, how would the audience, how would you say depression is treated in the black community? I want to know, you know what I'm saying, what you guys think. Or just any comments on anything that we say throughout the episode. Next question I have is, how would you say mental disorders are treated in the black community? So it's very similar, but a mental disorder, when I'm saying Mental disorder. I'm talking about um, <clears throat> schizophrenia, bipolar. Um, well, even even manic depression is considered, you know, that because it's part of bipolar. Anxiety but too. Anxiety. Anxiety is really bad. Which anxiety is bad because we're we're not too able to anxious. Worried about how we gonna get, what we gonna do, when is this gonna happen? How am I gonna be able to do this? Like, and it, and it plays into your relationships with whoever you're dealing with, whether it's uh, your brother, your auntie, your, your boyfriend, your wife. Mm-hmm. It, it's bad because it, your anger starts to split out into others that don't deserve it. But it's also you're you're spewing that depression everywhere else that you are hard having a hard time battling with yourself. So it, it's definitely vital to be there for people that has anxiety issues. I definitely struggle mm-hmm. with anxiety and still do. Um, yes. Shout out to my brother, me and him in a car <laughs> doing certain things, having panic attacks. That's hilarious. <laughs> it shouldn't be, but it is. We'd be like, what's that? What's that over there? We, oh get, we get paranoid on certain certain um, things we shouldn't be doing. But it's our anxiety. We already have anxiety, so it really acts up if we're like, if I'm driving or something like that. Um, I'm able to laugh about it now, but I did struggle for many years. But anxiety. What I have found and told myself is like worrying like that, all you're doing is like, I think Bob Marley said, worrying is like um, carrying an umbrella on a sunny day because it might rain. You don't get to enjoy the sun. And that's really what anxiety kind of has been in my life. Like I, I would worry so much. And what I learned through my healing is a lot of anxiety and that worrying and that over um, compensating and trying to figure things out before they happen comes from not having control when you were at a certain age in a developmental stage. So if you didn't have control, your your brain is trying to correct it as you're an adult or a teenager, and you're constantly worrying about things that you really don't have control over in the first place. Exactly. And we're going to talk a little bit about changing your energy, which will help. But how would you say mental disorders are treated in the black community, though? Do you think they're treated the same way? I still feel like just like he said, it's treated like a disease. It's, uh, it, it's everything is treated the yeah. same exact way, no matter how you call it, what name you give it. It's still going to be treated the same way because we're uneducated. 
we're not taught that it's okay to feel your feels. Um, and it's okay, you know, to be down sometimes or just be okay. Mm-hmm. Like, but if, acknowledge that. It's okay not to be okay. Don't hide it. It's okay yeah. to not be okay. Just don't stay there. It's cool. Exactly. Don't stay there. Um, I, I definitely think mental disorders are treated um, kind of similar, similar to depression, but in a whole different way. We hide it in a different way. So we might, we might have the crazy uncle and they keep him in the back room because we don't believe in putting people in <laughs> old folks' homes or whatever. It's yeah, like, it's like right. a hidden, th- those things are hidden more or they'd be like, oh, you know, he crazy. Right. Instead of saying, he's been this way since he was younger and maybe we should get him some help. That's but it's up. like getting the help is like we don't even do that. that was we just perfect. Yeah. You said that. It's like everybody will talk about the person, yeah. but they yeah. won't nah, get them don't help. let them come over here yeah, because they be uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. you but you don't know what they're battling. So they might need that energy that you guys give off. They mm-hmm. might they might need a little hope and to come wake up the next day. Yeah. Like, um, excuse yeah. me, you know my brother Travis? Yes, I do. What's up, bro? That's the, that's the one I was just talking about being in the <laughs> Yes. With. All the way back to David Busters. What's up, bro? Oh, you worked at David Busters? Yes. Let me find out. Yes. We He's, all started somewhere said, now. is that my homie, Shy? Yes, it is, bro. <laughs> yes, it is. That's where he knows everybody. Crazy. Hey, your sister's doing an amazing job, man. This podcast thank is amazing. You. I, I thank her for this opportunity. This thank platform. you. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, one thing I wanted to talk about was actual mental disorders because there's a lot of mis- misconception in our community about it. Um and also, something I was sharing with them that I don't have written down, but I do want to share it. You really should try to get your family members help, the, the ones that you can, um, who, do, who you know are struggling with something. Um, and I'm going to talk about how to do that. And for people of color, there are certain questions you should ask those providers to make sure that they're culturally sensitive because of certain factors that affect us. But sometimes we are um, overdiagnosed with severe mental illness, um, like let's say, you know, you have a cousin named Jasmine and she is hearing voices and hallucinating or things like that. So automatically people would say, oh, that's schizophrenia, that's psychosis. Mm -hmm. But there's actual physical medical ailments and different things that can go untreated and undiagnosed that can lead to psychosis and all those things that they could be diagnosed with something by a doctor who's kind of lazy, they could be diagnosed, take medication, mm-hmm. all that stuff. When really it was a it was an undiagnosed medical ailment that they could have corrected, and they wouldn't struggle with that anymore. So you have to be your own advocate and try to be an advocate for you know your family members and all that good stuff. So it is clear that systemic barriers disproportionately impact mental health in the black community. Although the black community roughly constitutes 12% of the United States population, they are overrepresented in high-risk populations, a group that is often impacted by specific negative occurrences. For example, the black community comprises approximately 40% of the homeless population. 50% of the prison population, and 45% of children in foster care system. Research shows that exposure to violence, incarceration, and involvement in the foster care system can increase the chances of developing mental illness. Consequently, the black community in particular is at significantly increased risk of developing a mental health issue due to historical 
economic, social, political influences that systemically expose the black community to factors known to be damaging to psychological and physical health. So most of you know I'm an activist. Don't think for a second that me and my fellow activist friends are only fighting to stop black people from being murdered in, you know, unjustly. That's not it. We're fighting systemic racism and systemic racism affects not just the rogue police killing us. It affects us in every part of our life. So when we say terms like defund the police and it strikes people, they don't understand it. It's because we believe systems have to be broken and built correctly because they weren't, they weren't um, started correctly. If you look, if you research them and in the medical community, we were used as guinea pigs for, mm-hmm. for a long time. A lot, of, yep. a lot of our medical advancements in this country came from um, doing horrid and evil practices on black women. Horrid. Um, so, and then, then they take our stuff. Then, then, then our stuff was taken, like mm-hmm. Henry Lacks and things like that. So the medical community, although most people don't talk about it, is very intricate in the systemic racism problem do, do, do you so what do you think about the, the vaccine i ain't taking that shit me neither no yeah. keep that shit <laughs> away from me yeah i'm not taking it it's another scheme for the black Mm-mm. the black people to go down no. i promise you no <laughs> like why are they over in you. africa testing the vaccine on africans when they have the low one of the lowest COVID rates yeah, yeah start there mm. <laughs> but that nah, part. i'm definitely not no nope Sorry. And y'all can get in my comments and say whatever, but I'm going to need a, a whole bunch of people to take it first and let me see if they grow an extra finger or something. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. So let me but know how be, that works. Before out, we uh, break the system, the system uh, routine, you know, the system, pro, system you know, yeah, systematic, yeah, systematic yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that shit. Once we, only way we could break that is if we start with ourselves, the black community. Yes. Specifically. We yes. can't break a system if we can't break our own damn exactly. system about what, how, yeah, what we built against each other. That's so I believe we should fight against the system, fight the power. Like yeah, be so quick say, but the system has well, affected us. Yes, too. too. So we have so to we, we have, have to, to break it us. in us first. Yes. Yeah, we have to break it in us be first. Be the change you want to see in the world. You right. have to want to be be able to do the change. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's where I think that's what you're talking about. Remove your pride, the selfishness, be selfless, able to have people. To be vulnerable. To educate our people. To educate our people. To really tell them, like, you know, what's really going on to open their eyes, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't forget, guys, the call-in line is at the top. You can call and ask us questions if you feel like it or make a comment or share your own struggles with depression or mental disorder. You do not have to say your name if you don't want to share who's actually calling. That's totally fine as well. Um, Jane Doe said, got to uproot the foundation and redo it all with a focus on black folk voices. I mm-hmm. agree. Yeah. I agree with that. Hey, Ray, how are you? Thank you for tuning in. Hey, Ace. Uh, Ace said vulnerability is sexy. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Being it naked is, is the most beautiful it thing. Is. Yes. Yes. Oh, y'all's yeah. manager's on here. Jaquante, that's his name. What's up, Jay? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Makora said we have low self-esteem. Yes, many, many do humans in general, but we definitely struggle with that. But Mm -hmm. we, we just wrap our low self-esteem in, uh, like a toxic showing to protect ourselves. It's, it's very weird. It's very intricate, you know, which is important. That's why I wanted to have this show because I feel like 
Um, sometimes people can get offended, like, well, you're just focusing on black people. You're just... mm-hmm. our, our story is so complex that it really needs to be translated from a person who is in that story, in, in my opinion. Like, when, when people go, well, why can't you just apply it to everybody? Because nothing compares. Nothing, nothing is the same as our story and our journey here. So I think that sometimes we need to have these conversations and with each other. how y'all going to be a part of the change if you can't recognize where the change needs to start? Exactly. Yeah. So as far as um, mental disorders goes, a growing body of research suggests that traumatic experiences can cause profound biological changes in the person experiencing the traumatic event. Cutting edge researchers also beginning to understand how these psychological changes are genetically encoded and passed down to future generations. These findings suggest that in addition to the cultural and psychological inheritance of trauma, intergenerational trauma may be passed down biologically from one generation to the next. That's why I do believe in post-traumatic slave syndrome. Mm -hmm. I I believe in a lot of these things because there is a change in what's passed down generationally when there's trauma. Correct. Mm -hmm. And if if you don't believe it, like if you say, Oh no, that's just an excuse or whatever, whatever. If you don't believe it, look at other cultures that have been through things. Right. So it's very common for people to joke and say, Oh, the Irish like to drink. They get drunk all the time. Well, look at the Irish experience. It's definitely not the black experience, but look at their history. Look at their their country and what has happened. The wars that have went on for so long, over so many years. There's no surprise to me that they drink like that. Look at the indigenous people of this land. If you really research them, their suicide rates are crazy. Their alcoholism is crazy. Look at what was done to them. Mm Mm-hmm. You can see it if you really understand and watch history, you know. So it's no surprise that these people will end up having mental disorders and things like that. So my next question is, what are some suggestions, either from personal experience or by way of others, you know, that have helped you or them pull through struggles with depression or maintaining a stable and full life while living with a mental disorder? Uh, one of the things for me is learn how to trust. You don't trust people, it makes you shy away from even wanting to experience opening up to somebody. How did you learn how to trust? Um, stop being very prideful, because I couldn't trust myself. Mm-hmm. And um, after I put my pride to the side, I was just like, you know, I had to look in the mirror, like he said, look in the mirror and just be like, you did this, you did that, and you know you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know you should. You know this. Once you get to that point where you can look at yourself and be like, that starts there. That, that's very important. What about you, Apollo? Oh, what was that question again? It was, um, what are some suggestions for people who are struggling with depression or living with a mental disorder of how to, you know, have a stable life? What are some suggestions for them? Or what has worked for you? You said that you were on your healing journey. Mm-hmm. What has worked for you thus far? Um, simply just saying the truth for what it is and simply saying for once in your life, you know what? I'm not okay. I'm actually fucked up. Mm-hmm. And just realizing that that's what it is. Okay, I I acknowledge the fact that I'm fucked up. Okay, now how do I, how do I fix this? Like where do I start? So you start looking from within. You know, like okay, well the first step. Okay, well seek therapy. 
It's okay mm-hmm. to go to therapy. Trust me, I'm gonna tell you, it is okay to go. Black to therapy. people, it's Listen okay to, to go lay on somebody's couch. Oh uh, well, not that right you now. Don't know. That well, not right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have yeah, they have yes, hotlines virtual, you can call into though. Actually, yeah, virtually. actually, um, it's, it ends in a couple weeks, but um, it's this program is called Live Health Online right now. Mm-hmm. You can do it with your insurance, and they were giving um free sessions for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So it's it was free up until you know January first. So I mean, if you if you can if you get if you think you can do it for a couple of weeks look into it um it's free you don't have to pay anything there's no copay there's no none of that but that's just that's just one platform or anything that you can go to you know saying use it you have options so it shouldn't be no excuse as to why you're not doing it mm-hmm. you know so i would say i would say do it um do it at your own time though do it like pace pace yourself like try to ease into it i wouldn't just jump into it because you'll get scared that's and that you anxiety have to be coming tomorrow. in. You you don't. Yeah. And, and it's not. Yeah. It's not like an overnight thing. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Like life is an everyday thing until mm-hmm. <laughs> you did. So it's not like gonna it. happen overnight. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's gonna happen every day for the rest of your life. But you don't necessarily. Even if you're not even going through anything bad, I still recommend going to therapy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And make sure that you you're up there. That you're sharp. You feel me? Keep, yeah. And keep doing it. Find man. something you love to do. Yes. yes. You don't have to be an artist. You don't have to make music. You can like cooking. Or it ain't even got to be the best. I ain't saying you're cooking this magnificent, <laughs> but if it makes you happy, do it. Do it. Do it. Even if it's just you by yourself, you got fit. Just do it. Just finding something you love to do and don't do it and confide into it just because you want to escape. You can never run away from your problems because it's going to come back to you. It's going to follow you. So I just recommend whatever you love doing, dancing around the house, turn, turn on some music, turn it up to yourself, whatever it is, cry it out. That's how you learn to be naked. Before you're transparent in front of anybody else. Once you're transparent with yourself, nobody can stop you from being the be- the best, better version of yourself. And I the agree. last thing I want to say too is just lead with love. Mm-hmm. So look, learn to love everybody else. Learn to mm-hmm. take love. See, so like one thing that mm-hmm. I, I had a hard time with, I, I yes. reject love a lot. Yep. I reject it because it's an uncomfortable thing. I'm so used to the hate and the arguing mm-hmm. and the bickering and. You know, all of that. So when somebody actually try to love me, embrace me with a hug or, you know, a compliment or something, I'd be so quick to shoot it down. Like, nah, I'm good. Nah, nah, that ain't me. Nah, and when I'm you not constantly this. thugged it out. So to, defensive. To your, yeah, yeah. You just can't. Because I definitely can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Hello, love. Thanks for tuning in. How's homegirls in the comments? So hey, love. Ray, if you're still um watching, call in because I really like to know your perspective on this because he also... um is a podcaster and a speaker. Um, so I love the suggestions y'all gave for sure. Um, one thing that really stood out to me that I totally agree with is being vulnerable, transparent, and authentic. The, mm-hmm. the A lot of times, and you won't know it until you start to heal, mm-hmm. but a lot of times, a lot of people struggle with depression because they are hiding from who they really are. Like, and I don't mean like, Oh, I have this one secret. It's it's like you you have created a persona to protect yourself based on things that happened a long time ago. So by the time you're 23, you don't even know who you really are. You're you're this this clone of who you really are. And the more you start being exactly who you are, and like you said, looking in the mirror and be like, you know what, you shouldn't have done that, you did that, mm-hmm. and being real with yourself, the easier it and easier it becomes to heal. 
I call mm. that an ugly truth. Yes. So you have to be able yes. to embrace your ugly truth. Mm -hmm. yes. You know, we were just talking about something the other day, and I was just saying, like, you will be amazed on, no matter how ugly your situation are, you will be amazed of all the beautiful things you find. Mm -hmm. And in my most darkest places, man, I done came out with some beautiful relationships. Long live the rose like, that grew from concrete. Right now. Yes. That's what like, that's listen, about. listen, like, I'm, I'm trying to tell y'all, and like, and speak power to yourself. Like, mm. don't don't start, you know, getting out there putting out that bad juju on yourself. Because, listen, yes. what you put out into the universe, best believe, is coming, coming back, back tenfold. So, so all the music you listening to, the hey, videos y'all watching, that goes up. for the Get young ones. Get it yeah. together. That also plays a part. That energy. Energy mm -hmm. is for real. I walk around energy here toting and toting and doing this. <laughs> Your promise is going to come back. Real. Stop playing with that energy. It don't, yeah. I definitely um, love that you guys brought that up. And let's talk about it. So... One of the ways that I have begun to heal and I get to the place where, where I'm at, the place where I'm at, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, you're so strong or you're an inspiration or da da da, da. It wasn't overnight, mm. but as soon as I started focusing on energy is when I noticed a huge shift. Now, don't get me wrong. I have, you know, I have failures. I can, you know, pop off. Hey, I get it. I you know get it. <laughs> but for the most part, I'm a very different person than I used to be. And I live Thanks. very authentically now, very authentically. But I also protect my energy and peace, meaning I'm not perfect. So I do still like I like to turn up sometimes I listen to ratchet music. I, you know, I'm a hip hop head. So I'm gonna listen to whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but I recognize if I'm listening to nothing but negative stuff. It's not going to be good for me. It's going to put me in a place. It's going to attract that to my Darkness. life. So if I if I do listen to something or watch a movie that's not really, you know what I'm saying, a positive experience, I balance it out. I, yeah. I will go and make sure and seek out positive stuff. Matter of fact, I start my day with positivity. Gotcha. I wake up in the morning. I meditate. I have playlists. If you ever need a playlist, everybody knows I got a playlist for everything. Playlist. I have playlists that say vibrate higher. Hmm. What energy you want. Like, I got mm -hmm. different playlists for that because it really matters. And I'm going to get a little deep again. Uh -huh. So, <laughs> music. Go ahead. Oh, because I say before you transition, because what you were saying, you said you didn't realize, like, when you shift your energy, it starts to, to look different. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, darkness only attached to low-frequency beings. Yes! So, because you, yes. you, because you raise your frequency by feeding yourself that positive energy, yes. it can't attach to you. Mm -hmm. That's a gem for y'all. Y'all can have that yes. one for free. Yes! There you go. Talk about that. <laughs> have for free. See, I wasn't even going to go there, but I love, <laughs> I love that we all, look, y'all yes. have no idea. It's so great. Oh, I wanted to say this real quick. My brother, Aaron, who this show um, is dedicated to, who I talked about in the beginning, he was a Rastafarian. So if you know, the colors are, you know, red, green, yellow. Yep. They did not know this. No. Nah. At all. At all. At all. I got a red shirt, red pants on. I have Bob a red Marley shirt. On. Bob Marley. <laughs> he has a Bob Marley who is one of the most well-known Rastafarians on his jacket. That's energy. That's energy. Right. Like what we're that's yeah. energy because we were already talking about the episode. They didn't even know anything about him like that. But that's 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 like the best way that I can describe it. Like you will attract certain things to your life. And it'll come together. Yes. Mm -hmm. And as far as um, frequencies, so when he talked about low frequency and high frequency, in order to vibrate higher, I purposely listen to music that's recorded at a higher hertz. Yes. So anything above 528 starts to yes. heal your DNA on a cellular level. Yes. So I listen to binary uh, 
uh, music and beats and certain Janae Aiko's last album. Mm -hmm. Okay, she might be talking about you know what I'm saying getting down with Big Sean or whatever, whatever. But mm -hmm. all her music is is recorded in that fashion because she understands it. Chris Brown too. I'm a big mm -hmm. Chris Brown. I'm inspired by Chris Brown. Everything I do is I inspire Chris Brown. Like right here on the side of my face. I don't know if you guys can see. I have the tattoo five 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 by my ear. Um, it's angel numbers for me. Um, it's, it's all about energy and a message of positivity, and but also in the music and the frequency and what I hear and when I do music and it's it's, it's, it's the it's the hurts it's true, like yes. that. It's real. What she's mm -hmm. saying is real. It's real. Trust me, dude. And I wish I could give more insights. I know some of y'all probably like what the hell she's talking. Oh, uh, right but, now, right but, now they're like confused. Mona, no sound. Two more crazy people. Like, <laughs> more, I promise you. Just all you got to You guys will pick up the phone and look up little baby. Oh you guys will pick up the phone and look up things that is irrelevant. You'll yes. look up who died and who this and who that. Look up Be, some things that is going to feed your see, energy. Doing you know? that, see, yeah. doing that. You're lowering your frequency yep. because you're feeding exactly. yourself you're negativity. Feeding negativity instead of looking like, up something that's positive that's going to grow you, that's going to help you live longer than the flesh. That's and we're what not I'm saying for. that you'll never, never. No. see or be around something negative, but I will tell you this: protect your energy. You will yes. you will start to be attracted to more positivity, and when you are around negativity, it'll be like you be like oh. they be like where she go? Yep. You just you just leave away from it. Yeah, it can't attach to you. It can't like, and things will start to be lighter It'll because depression is mm -hmm. heaviness. It's heavy. It's a dark energy. It yes. is, and when you when you when you sit in it, and I've, I'm I'm not pointing the fingers at people because I've done it before. When you sit in it and you're constantly focusing on memes that are depressing, focusing on things that reinforce what you're feeling inside, it's not going to get better. Misery right. love company. You it have sure to does. attract positivity to your life, yep. and if you don't feel great. When you wake up in the morning, tell yourself you feel great. And tell yourself, despite how I feel right now, I'm going to have an amazing day. And I, it sounds so simple, but I guarantee your day might not be perfect, but it's going to be better than it would have been. We also stuck on the reality, the bills, what we got to do well, the next day. Well, is that reality? Let's talk about it. Is that reality? Mm -hmm. The reality, what we truth? the truth of what we need to really focus on is our energy mm -hmm. and being happy, what matters. The dollar, the paper, the, the clouds, it happy. don't matter. It's being happy. And it gets hard, like especially right now, because so many people are struggling. Um, it's affected business for me, for sure. It's affected so many people. So it's easy to focus on that and be like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I feel horrible. But those things are so temporary. Like, Tell me about it. They're, they're not even tangible for real. They, they're fleeting. Those things are so, so fleeting. But energy is real, and love for people is real, and relationships are real, and those are the things that we should be cultivating. That's why, I, yeah. Real. That's why I wrote that. That I don't know if you were there for open mic when I did the um, the solo, I did the acapella song, like, like yeah, the like haters. No Not recently, it's but no cuss words. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 what I was saying, what it said, what I said was, um, I remember when I had no handout, I had mm -hmm. to make it. I knew I had to really stand out. I couldn't take it the pain no longer, so I took the brush out. I started painting. The colors started dripping my plan out. I started praying on my knees. I started screaming out loud. Lord, please forgive us for the sins we took pride in with no doubt. And I know your time is coming. Please don't leave us out here wondering if we're going to come home to you with open arms. Don't leave us suffering. That bar, those bars right there is exactly what this segment is about mm -hmm. we tend to find ways to want to feel like we want to die we want to feel like we don't want to be here we want to give up we want to 
we can't do that. Exactly what you said. Find find who you are. Find what makes you happy. Be naked to everything and who you are and who you desire to be. And I promise you, all you won't have no question about nothing. nothing. You, you won't look at us crazy about Laverne energy. Laverne said, nothing. amen. And Armina said, dope. That's actually my mother's, by the way. So oh, shout really? out to my mom. Yeah. Hey, hey, mama. Hi. Hey, mama. Um, so definitely, and, and I know a lot of people watching especially if you are in the deep part of depression, this probably irritates you, what we're saying. Because I remember like, people will just tell you, oh, pray it away. Or yes. people will, which don't just tell somebody pray it away because it's dismissive. Because prayer is dead yeah. without works. It's, so don't yeah, tell me to pray and just leave me alone. Like, yes. Nah. Um, yes. Or people will be, or I would be like, what are you talking about positivity? I can't be positive <laughs> right now. Like you, you can't even see your way through yeah. it. I'm just saying, just trust me on it. Just trust me on it and try to call those things into your life and try to little by little get away. If if your friends are on nothing but negative, cut stop, them off. Like, cut them off. Like, for and real. don't feel bad about it. Don't because your life is on the line. Like for real. Like don't your life is really on the line. Um, and I know it gets bad. I really, really. Really do. I know it gets bad, but there are resources, um, which at the bottom of the screen, we have the National yes. Suicide Prevention Lifeline. There's also the Mental Health America Hotline, and you can actually text them. They'll, they'll get you in touch with some resources. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that I want to say is when you go to look for a therapist let's say you you really want to go get therapy that's your that's your option for some people it's therapy as far as speaking to someone they don't know in a office location for other people it's therapy as far as finding the creative source in their life that's cathartic for me it's writing and i also paint i like to i'm not as good as you at all <laughs> at all look but, art but is art art is beautiful oh it's bad but it's it's fun <laughs> and i release like it's good but it's it's not as good my daughter's the dope artist um but i think i'm a pretty good spoken word artist and i, I release through that um i'm sure apollo has written a song or sung before mm -hmm. um shy raps and paints like every yes. some people you find things for me it's all of it i, I stay around positive energy right. as much as i can um i'm also i tend to be very very empath prone so i can take on other people's problems which makes me depressed again so I've started protecting myself from that a little bit and not putting too much on my plate. Um, I am a huge advocate for therapy. I try to um, do things that I enjoy more. I love to cook. I put on my nineties R and B and I throw it See, down. that's right there. Put you in the, you <laughs> forget it's, about it's, it's everything fun. that it's just happened. Yeah. Like, Man, just what? living in the moment. That's just make that like just doing things to have you in the moment. That's yes. really what it boils down to. Because just yeah. listening to music, whether it's cooking, reading, mm -hmm. or whatever, that's just giving your mind a break. Just as being present in the moment. And a lot of us don't know how to be present in the moment because we mm -hmm. sit still for too long. We feel like we're missing out on something. Or, mm -hmm. we, or our phone gone Fomo. for too long in the other room. <laughs> we ain't even got to go grab it because we feel like we're missing out on something. But we don't know how to just be in the moment. You know what I'm saying? So whatever, lean into whatever that is, like painting, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. listening to music. Or, or even if it's just cleaning, bro. I have an auntie who clean all day. The house is already clean. Yes. No, you you got to put... No, see, I have a special <laughs> playlist for cleaning, too. Man. The Anita Baker and all that. The, oh, old, the old school. For the good... Start off with For the Good Times by, yeah. by Al Green. And that mm -hmm. don't make you just... Don't look so sad. You just be cleaning. Oh Scrubbing. Yeah. But I love music, so I think it's it's... I like cooking and cleaning because it gives me a chance 
to really like sit with music and play it all mm-hmm. in my house because I'm so busy of a person. Uh, music is an uplift, Laverne it says. It That's is. mama, right? Yeah. Oh. Arnina said painting has been a god save for me for my mental during this time. Yes. Find whatever's gonna work for you, like for real. But if you are suffering with um depression and all your friends are suffering from depression and that's all y'all talk about, I understand it, but let's let's figure out how to get you better. Yeah. And I'm really we're sharing we're sharing things that have worked for us or people we know. Um that doesn't mean that we're perfect, but um, I just see some things and that ain't it because I, I was there before and it's not it. It's not going to work that way. Um, also, with the mental disorder, before we close, um, stop making fun of people who have mental disorders. Please. Because please. what's that term? Uh, there but for the grace of God go I. Mm. You never know when one could strike you. Yeah. You never know that. So stop ridiculing and making fun of people if you... If it's a family member that's close, then seek help for them, possibly. And understand it's a journey. A lot of people who struggle with certain mental illnesses don't think anything's wrong with them. So, yeah, they may get on medicine and then get off. They may do this and get it's, – it's a journey. But you love – what do you say? Love people? Love people. Mm-hmm. Lead with love. Lead with love. You, you, you ever heard of TED Talk? Yeah, I love TED Talks. If you watch TED Talk – and don't be boring, please. Like, <laughs> I, I know guys – I know people don't like to listen to people talk all day. Like that's the thing, but I promise you, look look up Daniel Amen, A M E N, Daniel. He talks about the brains and mm-hmm. I can't give the right words because I ain't know all that. But what he talks about is how, like you said, you can't make fun of those people. It's a thing in their brain that people are missing or a piece or a chip or something in there that their brain is uh built and constructed a certain way to where they can't help with their behaviors mm-hmm. and their judgment and their thinking. And and apparently if you watch it, if I'm not mistaken, it's very bad in the black and African-American community. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely something I would recommend you guys to watch. It talks all about the mental disorders. He talks, and it, he's not a black man. Maybe and you I, can get that to me. I, I'll yes, put it I'll on send the, it to um, you. Yeah, yes. I'll put it on the podcast pages. I promise you, look at me. Yeah, I, I, I tell people don't judge, but I know you are. But you probably think I don't want to listen to my lecture all day, but this is the most informational thing ever coming from somebody that is not of my skin skin tone and color Mm -hmm. that is telling me about who i am that we do not know doctor's not going to tell you there's a piece or something in your brain or something Mm -hmm. you don't have or your brain is not fully developed because and that's why you're you're out here in these streets you all doing this Mm -hmm. or your judgment is this about a person it's a real scientific thing and it's very unfortunate but it's something informal that way it's easier for you to not judge the next man and I always say we are science. Yeah, we, we are. are. We, we are. really are science. So we are. you definitely need to um, check that out. Also, another TED Talk that's by a white woman, somebody who's not black as well. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Bryn Brown. She has one called The Power of Vulnerability. It's only like 10 minutes. She's it's, it's called The Power of Vulnerability, and it can yes. apply to mm-hmm. every person out there. Yes. Because a lot of what we struggle with is we want love so bad. But we are afraid of being vulnerable mm-hmm. enough to receive, receive it, it. properly, yeah. and and it blocks you. You 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 put this wall up because of things that have happened, but it blocks you, and then that's where the depression and different things come from. Um, the mental disorders, please, 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 do your research on them. Um, those people are not weak individuals. They're not even dumb. Like some people, are like oh, they're just, yeah. they don't have this. They're they're dumb. You guys are fine to see that they are the most gifted, intelligent, intelligent, <laughs> and smartest people 
and on work, walking this earth. Schizophrenia alone, many researchers believe that they are so intelligent, their brain can't hide. They can't see something. Yeah. They see things we don't see that normal eye can see. Mm-hmm. They exactly. they are our other eye that mm-hmm. we need to see other things and understand. And it also in kids too. Kids, yes. with, especially kids, not just adults with mental disorders. Mm-hmm. Kids. That's where it starts. That's who we protect. Yes, we have to protect all of them. But them kids, man, I'm telling you, I've had children who have who's autism, autistic. You have kids who I have kids who um different mental disorders to where they they can't write or something, Mm -hmm. but. Dyslexia. But no, give them, like but give them something to still express that. It'll make you look at your talents yep. and be like, "Wow, why I can't even express right. myself like that." Exactly. They, they're so caged in because they're forced to be. Yep. Because we think that they, we think we're normal, and they should act like exactly. us. I've always said exactly. that. About, and their brains are beautiful, though. It's just different yeah. from us. They don't. They might not have the interpersonal skills that we have, but they have a whole different realm that if, well, if we exactly. would allow them to develop in that way instead of making them fit in our box they could maybe cure cancer that's how i look at it like right. you know yeah. what i'm saying right so thank you guys for tuning in i'm gonna i'm gonna finish out with some lyrics to one of my songs on my playlist i used to play when i would get depressed and this song is by another lady who ain't black but she can sing like mm. she from black from the south <laughs> But it's Jessie J, and her song is called Who You I like Are. Jessie J. Yeah, she dope. I like her. She dope. Um, if you don't know who she is, she's the one who had that song with Nicki Minaj and Ariana Grande, Bang Bang. Bang Bang. Oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. That song. But the song's called Who You Are, and part of the chorus says, Don't lose who you are in the blur of the stars. Seeing is deceiving. Dreaming is believing. It's okay not to be okay. Sometimes it's hard to follow your heart. Tears don't mean you're losing. Everybody's bruising. Just be true to who you are. Oh. And that's really what we've been talking about. Like it, that, those words really kind of mm-hmm. like so, show you. You seen how to that heal. girl perform that song? Oh, that's the first time I've. I'm not gonna lie. I like Jesse Day, but I promise you, that's the first time I heard that song when I saw the when performance. Like, when she, on, when was it American Idol or something? Like, oh, I'm like. It's heard she crying, and then she broke down. That girl broke down singing just that part that you mm-hmm. wrote down. That's when I took that serious, those words. And I was like, yo, that's depression. She's talking about yeah, anxiety, she's talking about depression. depression. And, and Susan, wow. That. <laughs> that's it, bro. <laughs> nice I'm a music to, lover. Nice way know. to close that out because those, you guys got to listen to that. Song. Yes. You got to. And um, by tomorrow, I'll have um, a little thing on all the podcast pages of some songs I suggest listening to when you are on your heroin journey. And then if you need, um, just playlists that I play that have... Um, beats that are of a higher frequency or playlists that I play just to make myself feel better or whatever my vibrate higher playlist you let me know I'm on Spotify I can send it to you no problem so thank you very much if you guys are struggling if you need to talk about anything you can always hit my inbox um, and you can always always reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline and the Mental Health America Hotline Thank you guys and thank you both for thank coming. You. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate me. it. Thank you all the, to the people who's watching too, chiming in, man. Just, just, Facts. Thank you. Like you guys don't understand. And how. I want to say one thing too mm. for those of you who are watching or when you share this, and for those who will watch, I want to just say thank you for fighting another day. Yes. Thank you for keep pushing yes. forward, for being strong. 
Like that's exactly. what a true strength is. It's mm-hmm. not giving up that fight. So yeah, thank yeah, you just try for to, doing try it. Try to keep you. going one more day, yeah. one more just day. Just keep doing it. Let's take it back day by day. Mm-hmm. You can call me, inbox me anytime. Just look at me, Google me, or whatever. You can follow oh, yeah, me. Yeah. Information. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm glad you just said that. So, as, as, as well as being great um, co-hosts, they are also musicians, like I said. So, yeah. can you guys please drop your Instagrams and all that uh, good stuff? You can follow me at, on Instagram at shy the artist s h y y t h e a r t i s t. Oh, and then you can follow me on all platforms at Apollo Music. That's A P O L L O M U S I Q. And of course, me. You can follow me at Instagram at this is Mona Brown, or on the Dope Dichotomy podcast page on Instagram and Facebook. Please, please, please go to the YouTube and like and subscribe. This video will be up there the latest Tuesday, but I'm going to try to have it up by tomorrow. And it also will be on Apple, Spotify. We just got on iHeart and uh, Google Play, and I'm working on Tidal, and, of course, YouTube. So thank you. Everybody have a great night. Peace out. Peace. Bye. Are we still on?